0: This is the Public News Service Daily Newscast, March 14th, 2022. I'm Gina Tempesta. New concerns over Russia's invasion of Ukraine are making Americans more stressed than ever, according to a new poll by the American Psychological Association. Roz Brown has the story. In recent years, most U.S. residents cited the pandemic, money, work, and the economy as top stressors. Now, they say scenes of the Ukraine invasion by Russia have pushed their stress levels even higher. APA clinical psychologist Lynn Bufka says the organization conducted a February poll in anticipation of the two-year pandemic anniversary and then polled people again in early March specifically about the war in Europe. We found two-thirds or more are concerned about the economy, money, work, and then 80% or more of our respondents reported that they are very concerned about what's happening in Ukraine. Bufka says the APA doesn't usually see such a large percentage of people citing the same stress factor. There's been a significant increase in threats to election workers since the 2020 election. A Brennan Center poll shows nearly one in five local election officials plan to quit before the next presidential election due to safety concerns. Oregon lawmakers have passed a measure that gives those workers greater protection. Eric Tegetoff reports.
1: House Bill 4144 increases the penalties for harassing election workers and shields their personal information. Chris Walker is Jackson County Clerk, in charge of elections for the county. She says elections always are tense, especially presidential elections, since roughly half the population is going to be disappointed.
0: What we have not experienced, as we have since the 2020
1: election, is the amount of
0: anger directed toward elections officials themselves. And that was kind of new territory for us.
1: Walker has witnessed threats herself. In the weeks after the 2020 election, graffiti that said vote don't work and next time bullets were found painted on the parking lot near her election office in Medford. Under the measure, the maximum penalty for harassing an election worker is punishable by 364 days in prison and a $6,250 fine. More on elections.
0: Montana voters have a constitutional issue to decide. Republican officials want a ballot measure to change how their constitution specifies the way state Supreme Court justices are elected, introducing voting by district instead of statewide offices. Sponsor Republican Representative Barry Usher of Billings says it would help the court align more closely with the electorate. Others say it would bring similar problems created by redistricting to the judiciary. Given the statewide jurisdiction of the Supreme Court, that is clear in our Constitution, it's incongruous that we could then interpret that that Constitution should limit the election of those justices to just districts. That's Kimberly Dunkeck, head of the Public Policy Institute of the Rockies and a former state legislator. A district court is currently deciding whether that referendum will appear on the November ballot. This is PNS. It's the 17th annual Sunshine Week, a national initiative to promote government transparency and make sure the public actually gets access to public information. Here's what one state is doing. In Arizona, good government groups encourage people to check out two state-run websites, azcheckbook.com and openbooks.az.gov, so they can follow the money and track their hard-earned tax dollars. Diane Brown, who heads the Arizona Public Interest Research Group's Education Fund, says putting budget info online promotes government integrity and efficiency. Budget and spending transparency can hold government officials accountable safeguard against corruption, and provide citizens an opportunity to affect how taxpayer dollars are spent. March 16th also commemorates President James Madison's birthday. Historians say Madison was the strongest advocate for openness in government while drafting the United States Constitution. In Indiana, voting rights groups say openness is exactly what the state's redistricting process lacked. Jonah Chester explains.
1: Redistricting wrapped up last October, but civic engagement groups said the new maps will have adverse impacts on communities of color for years to come. Jalen Radziminski with the group Count Us In says many public hearings were either held weekdays during working hours or were largely inaccessible to working class and BIPOC voters. A lot of the hearings were done before the census was released, so it would be very difficult even for the community to you know, have time to process and give input because it was just done so fast without the adequate information. Republicans argued the map sought to keep districts as compact as possible. According to new data from the U.S. Census Bureau, the 2020 census undercounted Black, Hispanic, and other minority groups while overcounting whites. Undercounting of Hispanics in particular roughly tripled compared to the 2010 census. This is Jonah Chester reporting.
0: And the new government spending bill just passed by Congress includes funding to help states reduce teen drinking. More from Ohio. Also known as the STOP Act, It gets a funding increase of $2 million to reduce underage alcohol use. James Syfax with the Prevention Action Alliance in Columbus explains young people who drink are more likely to engage in other risky behavior, from drunk driving and fighting to unplanned sexual activity. He notes drinking also can disrupt healthy growth.
1: When anyone under the age of 21 engages in consumption, they're at risk of basically uh, impeding the development of neural pathways, the development of the brain.
0: In national data, alcohol use among 12th graders dropped 12 percent between 2020 and 2021. However, SyFax says it's still the most commonly used substance among youth. Underage drinking accounts for 11 percent of all alcohol consumed in the U.S. Mary Sherman reporting. This is Gina Tempesta for Public News Service. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.